0: Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity with a dash of garden chatting about current interests and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events. On the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, everybody, to 2023. Can you believe here we are? one week into the new year. Well, since I talked to you last, it has been unseasonably warm. All that ridiculous amount of snow that we got has melted, but it's cool now. Um, we've had a couple of moments of sun breaking through the very heavy, thick gray winter clouds that sometimes pool in our area and don't seem to move. So it's been the um, blah days of January is what I like to call it. And I'm hoping that we do get more sunshine soon because it's taking its toll on everybody. <laughs> I want to say that the new year has brought some renewed energy and strength Um I've really been inspired by all of the people doing all kinds of things for 2023. But The first thing we did is New Year's Day, uh, went down to see my son and his wife, and they live near the Meyer Garden in Sculpture Park. So New Year's Day, we hung out, watched football, had a lovely, lovely time visiting and talking. And before we went home, um, we went to the Meyer Garden and saw their Christmas display, which is wonderful. And it was a nice way to just have a moment to linger over the holidays. I felt like I got robbed a little bit with that blizzard dumping three foot of snow on the Christmas weekend and we couldn't go anywhere. But it was just as lovely to go for New Year's weekend as it was to go for Christmas. And there was a bunch of really good football that we watched and overall new year's day bloomed into just a lovely lovely time i have to say that we came home and i was thinking about you know the great um sewing room redoing i guess you know i talked about it last year has been very messy and I wanted to declutter and clean it and get it set up differently. And I had totally forgotten that Just Get It Done Quilt, Karen Brown, um, does a decluttering every January. She does it in 21 days. I'm planning on this taking all winter. I've been up to my eyeballs in the decluttering of this little tiny sewing room and this is where I happen to do my podcast and my youtube videos mostly and I want to say it's very small I measured it's 110 by 110 Has a bump out where the chimney goes from the basement up to the roof line when they used to heat this house with coal And so one wall by the chimney is very tiny. It's a tiny wall with a door and that's where the vent is. And then on the other wall is what I call this short wall. Um, It's just big enough to have a twin size bed there. Then the outside wall has the window And then there's that teeny little closet near the window that goes underneath the stairwell. It's kind of like a Narnia closet. It's very skinny and deep and useless, but they put a closet in this room so they could count it as a bedroom when they sold the house back in the day. I know. the next to that closet is my design wall, and that's the room. Not a whole lot of space I have a tool bench bench in here if you remember for my cutting table and storage and I have two Calyx systems vertical. They're four blocks high by two wide and they have little slide out fabric drawers that you can buy um, at Ikea for the Calyx system. They're modular cubes and i've got them stuffed with my stash but then the rest of the room was stuffed with all of the things that i had inherited when my friend passed away and it was her stash and her friend who passed away suddenly Um what what was left of that i've given tons away donated a lot i just need to go through the last several totes and get all of the bins lined up the way i want in this room so it's organized fresh And it's an inspiring place to sew. So I decided I'm bringing the sewing machine off the dining room table. I have never had a sewing table. I have always sewn for my entire life on a dining room table. Except when I was a child, we had a cabinet sewing machine. (laughs) My sister had a white cabinet sewing machine. Man, that was a beast. But it's a beast to lug around. So anyway I have a card table. I put my Janome on it in the window and I am making a working triangle here. I took the ironing board out of this little tiny room. It was in front of the design wall. Decided it should be upstairs near the long arm where I press full-sized quilts and I have my iron and the sewing machine on a table. And then behind us is the cutting table. So I think it makes a nice working triangle with the design wall um, right there. So we're going to test it out without the ironing board. I don't think it needs to live here because I found in my friend's things a very thick pad with a wooden board in it. It's a June Taylor blocking. Let me look at it. It's called a June... June Taylor Quilter's Blocker and I think you can block you know, like get them wet and put blocks on it and block it like you would sewing but it's super thick and it's got a really stiff wooden um, back on it and I put all my wool pads on top voila ironing board for blocks perfect it's big enough for it takes up the entire width of the card table so it's perfect I like it. I haven't done a lot of sewing because the current setup, the Janome, bounces a little bit. But as long as I go slow until the new sewing table, which is exactly the size of this double wide card table, it has a place where the sewing machine can be adjusted, dropped down, and it has a ledge on it for gadgetry and gizmo. And I may be able to stack some things under the ironing part. Anyway, I'm very excited about it. And I decided, you know, to get all of this stuff out of here, clean it up, decide really there's a lot of things that could be donated. There's a lot of things that can go to the trash. And we haven't even begun to do fabric. So Karen has a great um, 21 days of prompts to get you through a reorganizing, decluttering, and ready for a deep clean in your room. I think, I don't know what she did in her previous life, but she's very, very good at this now that she's retired from that and is doing Just Get It Done Quilts YouTube. Um, So I took all of the big bins that had things in it, like, and I have a laundry basket full of stuff too, and I put it out on my enclosed front porch. It has one vent out there and it's a regular enclosed porch. It's skinny and long. It had a couch that really took up most of the room on the one end of it. And on the other end is bookshelves and some other totes and storage things. things out there that I don't want to put in the basement like my slow cooker or my... um, It's a really big... you use it's like a oh my gosh I can't think of the word of it anyway it's a huge thing you use for when you have parties and stuff in it's like a electric oven anyway I can't think of the word long COVID still plagues me you know what I'm talking about you it's like a huge crock pot but it's it's a cooker and you have a lid on it and has serving bins if you want usually I put meatballs in it (laughs) But I don't want that in the basement because I'm afraid the mice will chew the wires and it's more accessible to me on the front porch. Our front porch, I've decided now that today is 28 degrees, I've gone out there. It's way too cold for anything else. Even though it faces south in the spring, it'd be good for a seed starting, but you know, it's not a good place to put my plants and I'm just going to use it as storage. Why buy a storage unit? Or take it to this um, not climate controlled storage unit that I have across town for our garage extra stuff. So I have the perfect place to quote stage all of the extra overflow and I can go through that as we get to the part in her plan. So what we've done this week is we got all the garbage out I was surprised. I thought there's no garbage in my room. <laughs> oh, nay, nay, I say. Yeah, there's a lot of garbage in here. At least one bag. And, you know, the more you dig, the more you find. Um, the next thing we did was start to remove everything that doesn't belong here. And in this room, I even moved my cricket out and put it in another room that's used to be our home office and it still has a filing cabinet and our musical instruments in there but i thought there's room and there's actually an empty table a little end table that holds perfect size for the cricket and i can put that and its things in there if i want it to stay in there which i might um but i might move it back in here once i empty out more of things that don't belong um the next part we went through books and patterns and our archives. She put archives as the word for sentimental things that are in here that might be related to quilting or retreats or things like that that really need to be purged, gone through, consolidated. Maybe take photos of some of the things. And then today was um, more going through like your scissors, rotary cutters, and that kind of stuff. And so as I'm going through my friends um stuff, oh my gosh, the amount of scissors fills a whole shoebox, large shoebox size. Found extra rotary cutters and blades. There's probably 12 pairs of scissors in there, seam rippers, at least five or six. You know, so I I'm trying to put like things with like things as I was finding stuff, but I'm still not deeply going through the fabrics and organizing, but trying to just look at what what belongs here, what doesn't belong in here. Where should it go? So as I'm going through, I'm finding it's not as bad as I thought. It looked horrible because it was stacked and things were all over the floor. It was becoming a hazard to to walk in here. But the minute i took the ironing board out and removed some of the totes that were stacked sky high and put them out where i had room and where they're probably going to be consolidated down to even less as i'm getting ready for spring cleaning um i i can't believe how inspired i am there's even room and space to get to and hang my huge dry erase board that i bought at costco Hopefully, that'll get done this week too. So, that's been most of my projects for the week. And it's been exhausting. In fact, I took Tuesday after New Year off because I had Monday off for New Year's Day off from work. And Tuesday is a vacation day. And Tuesday, I spent mm, way too much time, probably four hours on this. It was physically exhausting and mentally draining, way too many decisions. So I was very tired by Thursday and Friday. And yesterday, um, I did devote some time to it, not a lot, because we wound up seeing um, a very dear friend who is in hospice care. And um, I had to sit, and she's several hours from here. We went and said our final goodbyes and then went to Costco But it was a great day in the car to, I'm counting that as my getting outside. So that was my number one thing to start. I want to follow it through to finishing. And the other part I'm thinking is, you know, as I'm getting ready to try to get back into sewing, because I'm feeling the urge to be creative again with sewing and designing and making things I'm still loving my cross-stitching in the evening, and we'll talk more about that later. But part of doing this is bringing back what I have and things I've started and what my vision was, even though I'm still having trouble picturing in my mind's eye. There is a medical term for that. That I really, It's still a problem, as my memory. As you can tell, once in a while I stumble over my words here. But things are starting to feel better. My doctor said, you know, some people are better in a couple weeks, some people a month, some people hit an improvement milestone at at six months, and then other people a year. And I've had that happen to me in the past, that a year I felt ever so much better after I had a mono-like illness when I was 19 and some other autoimmune types of things. So I'm looking forward to getting better and better over the next six months. So the next part was, I want to start exercising. So well before Christmas, I started working on um, improving my strength. So I want to make a recommendation because I really like this um, YouTube channel. It's called Yes To Next. Y-E-S, the number two, N-E-X-T. And the thing with this is, it's exercising for senior citizens, and it's a mother and daughter who are doing the videos. And the mom is about 80, and the daughter is my age. And I thought, this is great. They live in Nevada, I believe. They are North Americans. And wow, I was just so happy because they do 10-minute exercises. They do chair exercises. They do... Fast videos, slow videos, dancing. It's all about just moving. Sometimes they will have hand weights. And I thought this is great because it forces me to stand up and use balance, which I have terrible balance with my middle ear disease. And so I like to ride my rowing machine in my little garage gym. Now you know why I have a storage unit, right? (laughs) Because I have a gym in the garage and as well as um, tools in our snow blowing tractor. But I can sit down and there's no work in balance. And so it's safe for me to work hard on it. But also it does not engage my rehabilitation in trying to achieve better balance and brain power because doing these different workouts exercises your brain too. So anyway, if you're like me, and it may not be for you if you're advanced, in exercising, but maybe you'll find some of the exercises they do great. Anyway, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. They even have some longer ones too. And they do have an Instagram page. So I love them because grandma can do it. Ma can do it. (laughs) So I love it the daughter, her name is April. She's my age and she's always checking in on her mom and her mom cracks me up. She goes, where, where are you, um, what are you thinking about while you're walking? She goes, while I'm walking, I'm thinking about going to the hot dog stand. That's the end of my driveway. And she always talks about walking to the hot dog stand. I thought it was so funny. I like, I like them. I like them a lot. The so exercise I've been in the gym in the garage I've been able to do 1500 meters on my rowing machine I've been able to sit on the exercise ball which is another balance exercise do just have a squat box where no weight just standing up and sitting down I did some deadlifts and I've done some hand weights oh it's so exciting that I can finally get out there and I don't feel like I need to go to bed for the next three days when I get up. The thing is, I am I feel great when I'm doing a lot of exercises. Even though when I first was getting better from COVID, I would get exhausted real quick while I was doing it. Now it's more of like an asthmatic response where while you're doing it, it feels okay. But when you're done, my lungs get tight and I'm physically drained sometimes for a couple of days kind of like what happened when i began the cleanup the third thing i started was gretchen rubin you know she is a very influential writer that i have read a lot of her books she did the first book i read was at least 10 years ago called the happiness project i still think that those principles stand up because it's more about happiness isn't always out there, right? It's within us. And she did everything from decluttering your home and cleaning your home where you have, quote, outer order, inner calm, to things like you need to do things for self-care. And one of her strong beliefs is that there have been a lot of studies that show getting outside in nature, just sitting there, is very positive for our mental health and happiness. And so she has a thing called Outside 23 Minutes, 23 and 23. So I don't know that this time of year I can be outside for 23 minutes, but I'm counting getting out of the house, going to my garage gym, observing nature, maybe going out for little rides in nature, because we've done that once since um, I believe it's New Year's Eve we went out. And taking pictures of the deer and trying to find elk, which we did see elk that day. The other thing I saw, which was a bucket list animal to photograph, was a owl, a barred owl. And that bird flew and I thought, wow, is that a hawk? It was so big. And it stopped in a tree and sat there just very pleasantly enjoying the afternoon. And I got several... Very clear shots of the bird with his face in the camera. Owls are hard to take pictures of because they're always turning their head. So that was great. So all of those things I'm counting as being in nature, observing nature, taking pictures in nature. Um, My nature rides, I think, will count. But I really want to work on more of me being outside, breathing fresh air, maybe moving A little bit of walking would be nice. But a walk is not what this whole thing is about. It's just about being in nature. Maybe drinking coffee in the spring and summer. On the patio that I have in the back and sitting in my garden, that means I'm going to have to actually get dressed or wear like semi appropriate things. (laughs) But I'm going to do it, I've never done it before, and I know my sister swears by it. She has her morning coffee out on her porch, which is outside, and every morning just she says it's a great way to start the day. So I'm going to incorporate that, and then I've always incorporated on days that were cool to sit in the shade in the backyard but now there's no shade so those trees all got cut down in the pandemic special at the beginning if you remember the property line dispute so the trees are gone and it's very hot and sunny but I thought you know what I have a big golf umbrella I could put that by the back door and go sit out there with the big umbrella up and just look at the plants and listen to the birds so 23 minutes in nature for 2023 is something that um, Gretchen Rubin is doing and to promote it they made an app let me see what it's called I think it's the happiness app some of it's a paid um, app but the thing is that's not paid Is this um, outside twenty three and twenty three? You can post pictures, you can do um, lists for your habits. She she even has tips and hacks. It's called Happier. The app itself is called Happier. H A P P I E R. That is also the name of her podcast with her sister Elizabeth, which is very good. Um, I'm liking that. That's a real nice app. And I've tried to download a couple of apps to keep me on task, which is a to-do list app on my phone where you can just list things and then check them off because I love that feeling. And um, yeah, those are the couple of new apps I've done. So I would like to tell you before I go into the rest of the goals, I have 23 and 23, is that um, the UFO I've been working on is my Great Granny Squared UFO by Lori Holt. That is the name of the uh, booklet, and the Granny Square block is the block I'm working on. So I'm up to 17, so I need to do three more Granny Square blocks and decide if I want to do the piece to border. I don't always have good luck doing a pieced border. So I'm thinking I'm just going to call it good and do the sashing and cornerstones like she has and put a white border on it and have that be the quilt. I'll think about it before I make my final decision but um, I'm getting closer to being done. So that is the quilting I've been doing. The cross stitch I've been doing is I started a temperature cross stitch. I bought the floss. It's a candy heart um, floss pack from Fat Quarter Shop and I assigned about 10 to 15 degrees for each color in that floss pack and I'm looking at the high temperature for each day and I'm stitching a right triangle and the right triangle is going to be connected to make a square. And I saw this on Pinterest. So I'll put a picture of my inspiration. Um, I think the pin I can do. Anyway, I'll put it on in the description um, for the show notes. There we go for the show notes for the podcast. And um, I'm still slowly working on the Merry Christmas um, by Kathy Barrick. Um, Christmas Wishes is the name of it. It's very very old-fashioned. It's a reproduction Quaker um, inspired that may go um, into a UFO for a while Um, because I want to work on the temperature quilt but I'm a little temperature quilt temperature cross stitch. I got first two days done so I am a little behind but they are only about 10 stitches a day so I should be able to catch up on that this week. That's it. That's all I've been working on. Nothing exciting. N- no new starts. No other quilt alongs. Um, except socialites too. And they took some time off with the holidays. So Lori Holt's Flourish block, which is free, came out this week. And I haven't sewn it yet, but I need to watch her tutorial, which is very long because it's a very... Oh, challenging block because it has eight flying geese in it. You know how much I love flying geese. No, I don't. In a six and a half inch block. Uh, I'm a little intimidated. So I'm going to watch um, Kimberly Jolly's tutorial on it before I start it. But I did decide to jump on board with the So Scrappy Spools, which is a Lori Holt pattern you have to buy. That quarter shop is kicking it off this week. I'm doing it all in scraps and with fabric I have on hand. That is a year long. So long. So that's all I've been working on. Nothing super inspiring, but I am getting inspired with the whole cleaning this, decluttering space i think if you look at um just get it done quilts she calls it um sewing space declutter or just get it done quilts j-i-g-i-q decluttering 2023 you can find the hashtags um on her instagram and that's really about it i'm just so happy that um I was able to get a picture of that owl, and there's a picture on my Instagram checking all the things that I've done recently, which isn't too much because, you know, we were snowed in for so long. But now you're ready. I want to talk about my dreams of 23 things I want to get done in 2023. They're not all difficult things. The very difficult thing is this deep clean and declutter of the sewing room, it's one, two, we talked about getting outside daily, the outside 23 in 2023. I really wanna get my pre-pandemic um, routine established with, you know, updated. I have not really been able to do too much in a morning routine except get up, journal, and like try to get to work. Um, I feel like I'm able to try to get some long-arming in the morning, journal, and I'm trying to figure out when to work in my 10 minutes of exercise, probably after work. And that leads me to the next one, which is exercise of any sort for 10 to 20 minutes a day. That's number four. Number five is having a healthy diet that helps me to manage my diabetes. Notice that I did not say I want to lose 50 pounds. No, I really just want a goal of eating healthy, eating smaller amounts and having my health get better, especially my blood sugar and my cholesterol. I'm also following Diane in Denmark for fly lady ideas to try to get my house back on a routine of cleaning, cleaning zones and doing some deep cleaning especially as spring comes on because i feel like this house has been sorely neglected since probably about 2019. i've been doing you know surface cleans but you know things just pile up and dust 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 especially when you quilt and sew in your house The other thing is that I'm working on is a schedule for posting my YouTube videos and my podcast. So YouTube, I want to post weekly. And two of those a month are going to be the audio podcast. So two videos. The other thing is I want to podcast about twice a month for this format. So trying to get a schedule, trying to have a day. But you know, that doesn't always work with my life. But I'm trying to do that. The next part is a little bit easier. I want to make a coffee and tea station in my kitchen. And I have a little spot, which is a rolling um, butcher block cart that has a little storage underneath. Right now I have all my house plants on it. I'm going to relocate the house plants into the room where the cricket is in front of the window. And I can see those plants from my little pink chair in the living room. Then I will clear more counter space If I take my coffee stuff over to that butcher block and have more counter space by the sink. So it'll be wonderful. The other thing I want to do, I just told you, is move plants to a new place in the office. We call that room the office and that window and clean and organize that room. I want to clean and organize the storage on the front porch. That's a long one year long project. I want to freshen my decor with things that I already have, shop my storage, shop my glassware that's packed away, rotate what's been out for a while and just have a new look and meet some old friends that I've had for a long time. I really want to take down all of the curtains this year instead of vacuuming them. I want to wash them and I want to clean the windows. When the spring comes, I want to weed the garden quite well and I didn't put mulch on here, but I'm going to put possibly mulch because it'll depend on money. Is to see how much mulch we can get. I would like to also, all of my fairy garden things need to be retired and I need to set up a new fairy garden. I want to continue with socialites too. Scrappy spools. Do the temperature cross-stitch that we talked about. I would like to finish that Christmas Merry Christmas one cross-stitch. 19 is going to be harder. I have several quilt tops of my own and a couple customer ones that need to be quilted. I believe that's about 12 quilt tops. So one a month, I would like to get them all quilted this year. And of all of the ones, I probably have another six that need need to have binding on them and I am going to learn machine binding this year. I want to bind two and I don't care how it's done, whether it's machine or hand-stitched, and then I want to pick one Lori Holt quilt from the new book that I got for Christmas, the Scrappiness is Happiness book. 22. All my donations that I've sorted out, bagged and boxed up, they need to go to a donation center of my choice. The closest to my house is the Salvation Army. Uh, They need to go, not just pile up, right? They need to get out of the house. And some of that might have to wait till a little bit better weather, but there's no reason why even in the cold, as long as it's not blowing a blizzard, you can take things to the Salvation Army. And I'm hoping it'll make it so much easier when I get my car back. Yes, that's a story I'll share at the end. I still don't have my car, hopefully soon. And I want to continue journaling every day. I like the Silk and Sonder format where you get a new journal every month. And um, she has what she calls daily rituals, which is like a seven minute little mini podcast to listen to with daily challenges to journal about, things to think about, things to really incorporate in your life, evaluate. So, this month is abundance. And what I really like right out the gate is that even when we have all of these goals, that when we look at them out of abundance versus scarcity, right? Not that um, I need to have more patterns and fabrics to do more quilts this year, or shaming it to me out of scarcity, saying, you know, I really need to get all these quilts done as fast as I can because I don't have much time. No the abundance is I have a lot of fabric and I have quilt tops and out of the abundance of what I have I'm going to use what I have to make things out of my stash and I'm not going to add more to it because I don't need to buy into the commercialism, materialism, FOMO of media and marketing to buy more stuff that I don't need with money I don't have. So out of abundance, I have all of this valuable stuff in my house. I don't need new decor. I can freshen it up and shop what I have in my stash so to speak of glassware and pictures and frames and all of the things that I've made over time and rotated out out of scarcity saying I have to have new living room furniture with matching decor to go with it so it looks like certain I don't know Joanna May's house I love I love fixer-upper My house is not like that. My house is a maximalist, uh, bohemian mess to some people, but I like it. You know, so so really looking at the abundance of what I have. So the journal has been really looking out at um, thinking about these things, even on things we're working on, like my word of the year. That was something that was a challenge to think about. And I have not done a word of the year since probably 2018 or 19. But this year I am. And it came to me while I'm working on all of this stuff is strength. I'm working on both my physical strength to get stronger. And I need to play into my strengths with what I have and build upon it. So I can rehabilitate myself maybe to even better where better than I was before. So that is my word for the year also is strength. Now I have additional projects that if I can work in or some are planned is I have hexagons all made I'd like to sew. I have buntings that I'd like to make out of the abundance of fabrics and scraps that I have. And I would like to make some placements for the table that is totally cleared off from my sewing stuff and maybe have it set to where like, we could actually eat at it once in a while. The other thing is my daughter got one of those um, garden goose. um, Hers is plastic, but you can get them in cement too. And you dress them. Oh my gosh, that's a nostalgia from her childhood because her daycare lady did that. And she bought a goose outfit for her lawn goose. I thought, oh, how easy is that? Until I really looked at there's many different sizes and wings that you can stuff and sew into the sleeves so you can pose them Um, so I bought a pattern on Etsy and I'm going to make her little goose several outfits for the holidays now I'm going to do them one at a time but I'm going to see my daughter in April so I'm hoping to have a few spring summer things done for the goose to wear and maybe a Halloween costume she would like to have a witch costume for the Halloween (laughs) and um Anyway, just fun things. You know, I got crazy with the Halloween um, fabric pumpkins. I'm going to have to take her a few of those to put them in a box because we're driving down there in April for a couple of days. And I'm having three weeks off of real vacation this year. And one is to go visit my daughter in Virginia for a couple days for our spring break trip. And on the way home, we want to drive through um, some pretty mountainous roads to maybe take small walks I'm not going to call them hikes because I'm not able to do that yet but maybe by the spring will be better but doing a few Shenandoah Valley drives and maybe parts of the Blue Ridge Parkway and I would love a couple of them have lookouts and trails where the Appalachian Trail crosses and walk a few few feet on it and say hey I was on the Appalachian Trail so that's one vacation the second vacation is going to go back and see the girls um, this summer by myself I'm going to fly to Virginia and see the grandkids for a little bit longer summer grandma time and I want to try the next week is to take several days and go to the Grand Rapids quilt show in September if I'm doing well So those are some of my plans for 2023. So I'd love to hear what some of your thoughts and plans are for 2023. Now this is a loose network of plans and even the vacations you know things happen life happens. Um, But I thought the 23 and 23 is great because there's some seasonal things but a lot of it is kind of go at your own pace some of them are heavy and long term and some are quick and easy Um, really won't take but a few minutes for a couple of them and then when I take them off the list I will maybe add a few more and what's really great is once my um, dry erase board is hung up I can do like vision boards and lists on that and also keep keep moving on all of the things I'd like to do So that's some of the things that I've uh, been working on and I'm hoping to have a little bit more quilty content next week. But I'd like to end the podcast with um, a lot of downtime. We've been watching a little bit of shows. And number one is uh, the college football playoffs, bowls, and I'm waiting for the national championship this week. University of Michigan didn't do well in their bowl game, but you know, you can't win them all. The other things that I've been watching that I've really been enjoying is we did the Jack Ryan series on Amazon Prime. No spoilers here. All I want to tell you is that I thought this was the third or fourth season. I don't remember, but I've watched all of the seasons up until this one. This is the best. It's a International espionage show, and it's a thriller, but it's not too violent. And there is a lot of like a mystery each season, and you're trying to figure out who's who, who's double crossing who, you know, all kinds of cool stuff. So I enjoyed it immensely, <clears throat> and I'm always into a good mystery. And this is, you know, with espionage and international crises. It was very exciting and extremely well-written. I would say, yes, two thumbs up on Jack Ryan. The next one I've been watching, and we have gone through seven episodes, and I'm thinking that it may... um, There may be one or two more, but it's about done. It was the most anticipated Willow series. I loved the Willow movie that was in the 80s, um, I think late 80s, had um, Val Kilmer in it, and he was Mad Mardigan, and Willow, I can't remember the actor, but he's so good, and it was a great magic story with the evil crone going after the good, and anyway, they did a movie of it, and now the Willow series is about all of the people that were in the movie before, and maybe their children are growing up or coming of age, and there is still evil in the world. Okay, I watched it at the same time as Jack Ryan, which was phenomenal. This, um, I wouldn't say it was a letdown, but it's not as great Um, Ron Howard directed it. I think it's really good. And he tried to bring some freshness to the story being told, you know, years later. Um, But I don't appreciate some of the uh, trying to do a little more comic relief in some parts you know that kind of thing however if you get over that and just watch it for its entertainment value I thought Willow was worth watching and I stuck with it and I love the story and the characters and I think it just got better and better each episode that went by the other one that I wasn't really sure I was gonna like is Wednesday. It's on Netflix. You know, I kind of use Netflix as my repository for true crime documentaries and stuff. And I had to get off that, especially as I was, um, getting better from COVID. I'm like, this is just so morbid and gross. But any Wednesday, what a delight. It is um, a modern telling of Wednesday Adams. If you ever watched The Addams Family, which I did not, that was not something we watched in my house growing up. But I did watch, you know, some of the other movies made. And I know all about The Addams Family. Wonderful. So, Wednesday, the actress that plays her is is great. It's modern. It's magical. The story isn't too campy, but just campy enough, like um, the Adams family was. But the thing is that's great about it is there's a mystery involved, which I love. And I can't wait to watch this whole season. And I do believe there's already a second season being made. I love when Wednesday. I would say if you like magic and a little bit of tongue-in-cheek um, nostalgia to childhood, but it's incredibly well written, but it's not a kid's show, but, but maybe a little bit older kids, but not little kids. Definitely preview it if you're going to have family watch it but adults love it. It is. It has been described in most of the critics' reviews as delightful, and I 100% agree. I also watched the Lord of the Rings series, and it was kind of like Willow. Much anticipated. It was good and entertaining for what it was, but, you know, it just didn't have the wow factor of the original trilogy. So those are the things things I've been watching in addition to going down rabbit holes on YouTube like Scottish History and England. um, Time Team had a quick um, two or three episode of a short dig, which I really enjoyed, and that's free on YouTube. They had found last year a a Roman... Sarcophagus with a woman in it. And the bones had been taken out, disinterred in the 60s and studied and then reinterred into this sarcophagus. So they were able to dig down to where the bones were. They were able to figure out that the lid was gone of this sarcophagus and the coffin was lead lined. So they had learned much about roman life and they dug down into the roman level underneath the burial and they did a lot of sampling of the dirt so hopefully we'll get a follow-up on a lot more about this woman her background was she um a Celt who adopted the Roman life, you know, all those kinds of things. They had questions. Of course, like everything else, the when you start digging, you find out more and you also have more questions than you do answers. So those are the things that I have been watching. I have not read any books. I've done a lot of reading of articles and researching and doing continued ed credits for my nursing license. They are kind of boring and nothing too exciting. However, for inspiration and for my own, um, entertainment, I'm going to re listen to an audio book with my absolute favorite book of all time is the alchemist. And I'm going to start listening to that shortly. Um, uh, So that wraps up this week's podcast. I do weekly write uh, Saturday morning coffee on the blog. Um, I did a little video about the decluttering project. I hope to have it edited and up on YouTube this week. And I also have been thinking about, you know, really what I want to do with the podcast and the video and it's just to help people find the peace and joy of creating but also that creativity kind of brings more creativity, such as what's happened to me already, a momentum, if you will, about more ideas and projects as I go through. And as I start sewing these UFOs, and I'm excited to start to sew spools, and I'm excited about the puzzle to figure out how to get the skills back of doing the socialites, um, it just is bringing more creativity and more ideas for projects. And, of course, finding things in boxes that I haven't seen in a while. It's like seeing old friends and knowing that I have an abundance of stash that is a blessing. And I am going to use it this next year. If you want to support the podcast, please share it with your friends. Um, Things that don't take much is, you know, maybe a thumbs up on the YouTube or interact on the blog. Um, those things are very supportive and helpful in growing the podcast and helping other people um, hear about it and uh, reach to them the other thing is if you do want to um, support the podcast through buying me a virtual cup of coffee you can do that on Kofi ko fi.com and you can purchase me a virtual cup of coffee and all the proceeds from Kofi have been going to the cost of the <clears throat> website for all of the social media um the programs and um, things that you need to put on um, content. So I just want to say thank you to all of the people who have purchased me a cup of coffee. I want to say a special thank you to Barb who purchased Scrappiness is Happiness for me. At Christmas time, I thank you very, very much. Diane with her faithful cups of coffee every month and Gail and if I missed anyone I apologize but I thank you all so much for your support of a virtual coffee and for sharing and for all of those who comment oh thank you so much we have a nice group on Facebook of my creative corner three and uh, we'd love to see you there so have a great week and everyone quilt on